Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. The movie this week is Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992, directed by Fran Rubel Kuzai, written by Joss Whedon, and starring Christy Swanson, Donald Sutherland, Paul Rubens, Rutger Hauer, Luke Perry, and a whole bunch of famous people that weren't quite super famous at the time, huh? You guys have a favorite of that, like, secret, not quite famous bunch? Ben Affleck. Absolutely. Was it was Tom Green in the snow? Yes, he was. <laughs> oh, it was Seth Green. Sorry. <laughs> Tom, yes, Tom, Tom Green played Slash. Oh, that's what it was. As the DJ. As the DJ. Oh, Slash the DJ. That's yeah, right. Slash the DJ. That's right. Before you ask, did they make a movie? Yes, they did. They made it before the TV series. That's right. That's right. Wait, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about episode one of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, that seems weird to me, but I guess that makes sense that people wouldn't have known there was a a movie that... Yeah, I, I surprised a few people this week when they were like, Hey, Aaron, what are you going to watch for the podcast this week? And I'm like, we're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. And they're like, what? What do you mean? Oh, Sarah Michelle Geller. And I'm and like, a long time ago. David Boreanaz? Before the TV. And the guy who played that other guy? Mm-hmm. And Spike? Yep. I think Spike on the show is supposed to be Pike in this movie. Hmm, I never thought about that before, but they do have similar characters. Yeah, they have this, they have... Well, mm-hmm. and of course, Spike is just S. Mm-hmm. With what? Pi- with a Pike. S. Pike? That mm-hmm. was his original. S. Pike. Oh, <laughs> Somebody who got the original movie script was like, you got this character named Spike in here. That's not a name. Pike. Boom. <laughs> oh, man. As Buffy says, isn't that a kind of fish? So, um... It's Sarah's pick. Tell me. Listeners, before... We know that we are ignorant, but we, none of us, watched the series Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, not because I didn't want to necessarily, but, um, I don't know why Joel didn't. I'll be honest. I just couldn't get into it. I watched maybe like the first two episodes and it was around the time when Angel, maybe it was an episode with Angel in it, but like he gave Buffy her like his like leather jacket and Buffy was like, we're going to go steady or something. And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> I, I remember I, I flipped the I flipped the channel to like Hercules Hercules or Xena was on and I was all about that. Like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was busy watching Hercules and or Xena and, and or Xena. <laughs> yeah. and I'll be really honest with you, listeners, and I hope you don't hate me for yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, why why didn't I watch Buffy? I I don't think I was aware of it. I was not aware that it was a thing. 
Like when when did Buffy come out? Like ninety seven, I want to say. The TV series. Yes, the TV series. Let me see. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven to two thousand three. So we were still in high school. I don't remember anybody talking about it in high school. In fact, the the first time I remember anyone talking about it was uh, my friend Shane's sister was like totally into it, and they would like they would uh, TiVo it before TiVo, whatever the equivalent of it was. And uh, watch, you know, just sit there like for hours and watching these episodes over and over again. It was like, I don't, you know, bad TV dialogue. That's all I saw. And that's probably not the case. But at the time, I didn't know. I really wasn't aware of the fandom of the show until um, high school. Or no, excuse me, let me try it again. Uh, not high school, but when I was started working at the comic book store. Yeah. There was this dude who used to walk in with a framed photo of Sarah Michelle Gellar mm. in his hand on multiple occasions. He would come into the store bearing this this framed photo. Well, I don't want to say I don't I don't want to you know uh, alienate anybody that you you know in personal life, but uh, that's a that's a, hmm. Oh no, this wasn't someone I knew on a personal basis. He was just a customer. He, he would walk in. Silently bearing this photo of Sarah Michelle Gellar, he would always buy like a Buffy thing and then leave. Was it Jeff? No, it was not Jeffrey. Care. I mean, uh, oh, last, last name out of here. Name names. <laughs> last names with help. Ah, uh, I tricked him. There's only one Jeff in our lives. That's that's the only Jeff we know. Nobody else knows another Jeff. That's right. You used to have a Jeff. Could probably tell you about that guy. Oh, and the other the other guy who was really into Buffy was Timmy. Timmy. I'll out him right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang. That doesn't surprise me. Tim, Timmy likes, he, he's into Arrow and stuff like that now, too, right? Yeah. I yeah. thought you were into Sarah Michelle Gellar. No. Like, I've never found, um, how do I say this without sounding like an a-hole? I mean, I just, no, personally, I've never found her, like, attractive or anything like that. I just have a certain affinity for one romantic comedy that we're not going to talk about here okay. because it's very embarrassing. Okay. And it wasn't about Sarah Michelle Geller. It was about, I don't know. Romance? Yes. Okay, okay. Sorry. This is a lot of things. The movie I this week know. is simply irresistible from. No, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things I didn't know, Joel. We're not going to talk about it. Simply irresistible. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know. Shut I thought, your pie hole. Okay, okay. Let's talk about Buffy topic. the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And how come we all really like this movie? Because I think that the people that like the series do not like this movie. Yes, I can confirm that. As I told my coworker, I was going to be watching that tonight, mm-hmm. and he told me that it, uh, I think he used the word campy, but in a negative way, whereas I used the word campy for this movie in a positive way. <laughs> <laughs> How do you use campy as a negative yeah. term? Apparently, the, the TV show must be a more serious version of what we just oh, watched. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's super serious. Like, they're, they're all like devils and hells, and people are dying and stuff like that. Yeah. And no, nobody's like, eh, oh, eh, but then, eh. but then at the same time, the knowledge that I learned through the comic book store about the TV show, which I'll probably, I'll try to keep that brief here, but isn't there an episode where like they turn into puppets? What? I don't know about oh, that. Oh, maybe that was the TV show Angel. I mean, there's, but a, I leave, there's a musical episode. The character Angel turns into a, a Muppet at one point. David Boreanaz turns into a Muppet? Yeah. And then he goes to Bones? Yes. Cool. 
So, Sarah, why do you like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why I liked this movie so much. It came out when I was 11, and uh, I thought it was really awesome when I was 11. I thought this, the soundtrack was awesome. Yeah. I thought um, Buffy was awesome. Heck yeah. I thought she was like the prettiest woman in the world, Christy Swanson. I was like... I want to look like that. <laughs> and she had cool clothes. I mean, I've always been into clothes. And back then, those were the cool clothes. Yeah, and then uh, I remember having a lot of fun watching it with, like, my siblings and my aunt and stuff. And uh, I looked it up, and it came out the same year as, like, Wayne's World. Mm. There was, like, a it's very 90s. This movie is very 90s. <laughs> but I don't know. I still really like it. I still really like it a lot. Yeah. There On this watch, I noticed a few things, but... Well, I'll be interested to find out what that is. Clueless was three years later. I was just checking to see, because it does have a little bit of a Clueless vibe to it. I think they're supposed to be valley girls. Right. Like, not... I mean, in Clueless, she lives in Beverly Hills or whatever, Bel right. or yeah. something. And they're in Pasadena. So. Yeah, but I think that they're supposed to be that blonde girl that went shopping in oh, the yeah. 90s. I mean, they go yeah. shopping. They go to the mall. They go to the... I don't even know. The Galleria, I guess. That place where Terminator... Was chasing the T-1000? Like, totally, Joel. Yeah. Like, you know. I liked that it was about a girl and that yeah. she was kicking ass. It says a very strong female, like, character lead thing. Like, even that, you know, she's she's being trained by an older man, but he's not, not shown to be a badass or anything like that. And her, you know, the, the love in this movie, Luke Perry... If anything, he's adult, you know? He he does take out a, a couple of bad guys, but he's not compared to her. Right. And he says, You're the you're the man. You're the guy that is gonna <laughs> defeat everybody or whatever. Yeah. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen this movie. It came out in nineteen ninety two. Well yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should you should like lower your expectations and go watch it and just enjoy it. You know, I don't. It's really fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I was a little, I was a little bit younger than Sarah when I first saw this, and but I also really enjoyed it. I think the, the elements of this movie that that really stuck with me is like how flippant acrobatic Buffy was in, yeah. the, in this movie. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Like she was smashing things, using those smash things to stab vampires, yeah. like doing flipping backflips yeah. like i just thought i remember as a kid i was just like she's cool yeah <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah yeah high kicks and, and yeah. roundhouses they must have oh, had yeah. like a gymnastics double stand in oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. i but, mean there's definitely shots where you could see where like it transitions to her from somebody that you couldn't see the face you of. could not yeah the yeah. angle in which the person mm -hmm. was doing the flip perfectly yeah. covered the face but it's it's so awesome though like yeah. as a kid I, I really appreciated that like that aspect of it and there were some really cool effects in this movie too like like the the stuff they did with the vampires to like show the audience that they're vampires all that stuff as a kid i ate it up i just thought it was the coolest thing ever i think that part may be something that people have problems oh with. you know that's okay 
that's that's the campy elements that I love. Like yeah, he's there. Like they're floating and stuff <laughs> like that. And they've got the fangs. Like like Sarah was talking about how it's obvious that some of the scenes they didn't do like ADF afterwards because they the people are like yeah had trying to talk through the fangs and you know like that. But I still I I I mean I I like it a lot. But the like I was thinking about like Merrick or not Merrick. Uh, what's the name of uh, Rucker Howard's vampire? Loth- Lothos. 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 Los Lobos. That's right. Uh, yeah. He's like the the bad guy, right? He's like the yeah. number one evil ancient vampire who always is the one who takes down the Slayer at the end. And he doesn't really show that he has any, like, super awesome abilities. Like, I love him. I love him in this movie. But if, like, on a rating of him to Dracula, Dracula would kick his ass all over the place, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, there's something about this movie that's a little bit weird. And I try not to overanalyze it, because... It is campy. It is like kind of a dark comedy. Yes. And I think, you know, I think people like my aunt probably saw Love at First Bite or something. And then they were like, oh, you've got to see this movie because it's like funny and it's vampires and stuff. And that's probably how I saw it. But um, basically, she, like once every generation this girl who looks exactly the same every time they're <laughs> reincarnate she's reincarnated is that what we're supposed to well, believe yeah but when she's talking when merrick is like talking to her about her dreams he talks about her being a slave on a plantation so there must be times when she didn't look like christy swanson obviously but they don't they don't show that in the flashbacks they do show it's it's christy swanson in a wig you know, doing badass stuff. I, oh, I really like you're those parts. Saying, you're saying it was her in her dream, but in real life, she had a different body and yeah, face. Yeah, like I'm saying that like her soul is being yeah, reincarnated into these these the, the same slayer over and over again. I never thought about that before, but I think you're right. Yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't remember like... I guess I never really paid attention when he was talking about it. Like, he talks about the dream she had. And we see her have at yeah. least two dreams, I think. So, I just assumed that they were talking about this. And this time, it was like, you were a slave. It's like, I just remember I was kept prisoner on a farm. And it's like, they're talking about a plantation. They're talking about she was, you know... I always thought, yeah, she could have been a slave in a past life. Right. Right, yeah, he specifically says But without thinking about it in terms of she was probably a slave. Yeah. Like slavery. Yeah. But I bet that that's exactly what it was. And, yeah. I wonder if that's one of the things that he rewrote and Joss Whedon didn't like. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you read that little juicy tidbit, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I, I, did. I, re- I read oh, the trivia. Sarah did, sorry. Yeah. sorry. It said Donald Sutherland rewrote most of his dialogue. I uh, <laughs> just, like, decided to do lines differently. Mr. Whedon, this is crap. <laughs> it's so funny. Imagine, he's like, you were a slave. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
We didn't shoot a scene where she was a slave. Come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why can't you talk about her being Why a Why can't bar- you talk about the dreams she really had? A barmaid. <laughs> you were a barmaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to add some dignity to this movie. Boom. Well, the thing that I think is weird about the movie is the dynamic between her and Lothos or whatever his name is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because there's a bit of a Jennifer Connelly and David Bowie situation there. Right. Which might be part of the reason I liked it so much when I was younger is because it reminded me of Labyrinth a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, But basically, she, he has power over her, and I kind of see it as like, um, Glamour, like glamouring, a vampire can glamour people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I think that because of how she is in this current life, she's less vulnerable to it. Yeah, I think that he basically said, because you hadn't been trained at a young age the way I've trained every other slayer, that Mm -hmm. you're going to be the the X factor in this situation. Yeah. You know, that. It's not the music, it's the silence, and, mm-hmm. and you're more in the silence. It's, it's like jazz. It's the notes you don't play. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it took one raised by the 90s <laughs> in order to defeat the great evil. <laughs> Vampires beware. It, it's almost like they're saying in the movie that it's her like cynicism and like sarcastic nature that's like going to be the death of like the ultimate vampire. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, and he's upset. The vampire is upset about it. It's like we're destined to be together. And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> and then he does. Then he like says it. That, that's a funny part. Rucker Hour is like, uh, no, or whatever he does. Yeah. yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, I don't think so. And then just like every loser man, he has to go straight to the B word when he's upset. Yeah. Loser. It's I, funny, I haven't, yeah. I, I would just feel like th- that he'd be more eloquent in his speech. Yeah, he called her the C word. No, wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> no, I did I did think that like he could have benefited from some more sophistication. That's, that's like, what I'm trying to Being go. like a being like a more Gary Oldman Dracula badass. Well, he he played the violin. That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Did did he have like a neon casket that he was sleeping in? Yeah. Or at one point, he neon likes, lit. He likes pizzazz. That's okay. I'm not. I'm not he criticizing wanted, he him. Wanted to go to the dance. I wanted to make sure that. I, yeah, he did. I just want to make sure I confirmed what I saw with my eyeballs. Something just occurred to me. What's that? This is a movie where we see a vampire play basketball. It's been a movie where a werewolf plays basketball. Yes. When do we get the mummy, the zombie, the fish man? Uh, you know, with the way this universal monster thing is going, we might be getting, like, the Space Jam version <laughs> of... Uh- <laughs> I feel like there must have been a zombie movie where they played basketball. Maybe a zombie's head went through a hoop or something like that. <laughs> like, I don't know it off the top of my head. But oh, I wish. Listeners, write in, for God's sake. <laughs> No, uh, you, you know why I really like this movie is because it is funny. Like, there is just, I, I find this movie to be, like, extremely quotable. You know, I, and, like, I'll look at my friends 
and be like, you ruined my new jacket. Kill him a lot. You know, <laughs> like, it's just the delivery of that line, which is stupid. But it's it's not. It is not stupid. It is. It's perfect. <laughs> Paul Rubens. Yeah, he's oh, great. Man. He's so good. The dialogue in the movie is a little bit quippy in some places, and it's a little bit. It's it was made, you know, to have some sharp like repartee. I I guess I think that the nineties stuff that they put in the conversation, it does date it more. Yeah. There are certain places where you're like, Oh, did they really have to say that this time? They could have just like had a normal back and forth. But I mean, it's still, it's like one of those things that I was so into when I was younger that I don't care. I still have a fondness for it. I had a poster of this movie on my bedroom wall. Oh, that's awesome. When I was younger. And it was exactly what you see as the cover with her and Luke Perry, but I think that it had a yellow background. Mm. But yeah, I was very... That's awesome. Very into this movie, and... I thought that Paul Rubens was hilarious, and I thought she was hilarious, and I thought Luke Perry was cool, and yeah, all of them. I thought all of them were cool. This is like a different role for Paul Rubens. I haven't seen him do something else like this before. Like, I've seen, uh, he's in Blow, right? Yeah. I've seen that movie, like, like, I don't really remember him. Doing stuff, and then like the the closest I can think of is a movie like uh, I think he's in Matilda as one of the people that's trying to get her uh, father in trouble. Oh, cool! He, like is cheating on his taxes or something like that. I'm not sure. It's uh, been a while, since or maybe I've seen it's Matilda. Dunstan checks in. I can't remember, but like, yeah, this like he's he's funny in it, but he's not he's not playing it as a goofball. He's playing it straight. He's playing it very straight in this movie, and uh, he's—I mean, he's—he's he's cool looking. I like wild, like hair, like he looks like a monster, like him and uh, Lotho Lobo <laughs> Lobo Merengue. <laughs> they look like vampires. The other guys, you know, are yeah, they're brand new kind of goblin looking people. But the like the Mister Arquette, he did good. Yeah, I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he was trying. He was trying to yuck it up. I, I think great. he was probably the most successful in like the puns and goofiness thing. I really enjoyed his performance in this one because mm-hmm. some of the puns, like this time, I feel like fell like straight flat. Like there, uh, when she punches Merrick, you know, and she says, "I didn't even break a nail," you know, that's whatever. That that's an old joke. And then there were a couple of things that Hillary Swank's character says where it's just like, Mm-mm. "Yeah." Not, not, you're trying a little bit hard. And Steven Root, I feel like they just like let Steven Root go. <laughs> and I like, I like Steven Root a lot. You know, I, yeah. I think he is a funny guy. And I, I, his character is okay in, in the movie, but he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I took drugs and I'm, you know, oh, just trying to be funny. And you're, t- you're talking about the credit scene where, they, where they're doing yeah. the interviews at the end there. And there, there's a part where he, he takes Buffy to the office. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Were you asleep? I might have. I might have. Aaron uh, fell asleep. I might have gone into stasis. Did you guys know Paul Rubens played the Penguin's father in Batman Returns? Yes. I didn't know that. In the opening scenes of Batman Returns, 
when the wow, it shows that's a the re- revelation born. to me. Him and the, I don't remember who the lady who plays his wife is, but they like you could see them throwing the the uh, into the sewer thing over the bridge. Yeah, so it goes in the sewer. Yeah, that's Tim Burton. You can hear his voice apparently in the movie Moonwalker as well. I didn't know that. Does he play wow. his voice? Oh, you know, if you want to talk about his voice being in a movie, we got to talk about uh, Flight, Flight of the Navigator. Navigator. Oh my god, you know what? Maybe we should do that sometime, because Flight of the Navigator is another one of those movies that I watched yeah. so many times. I'd like to revisit it to see if it holds up at all. Cool, cool. I'm down. You know, my brother Kim starred in that movie. Oh, well, we did As who? He played the kid. He was the worm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was Sarah Jessica Parker. He played the spaceship. <laughs> he played the fireworks at the end. <laughs> so you think he looked like your brother? Yes, I do think that that oh, kid looked cool. like him. Wow. wow. I probably got that from Marta. Marta's always saying that about kids. Like the uh, the younger brother in... Um, <laughs> Not what was it, uh, Vicky the robot? Are you small about wonder, small wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I used to watch that, that show a like lot. Kim. <laughs> I used to watch Small Wonder all the time. Oh, I just remember Kim listens to this. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Hi, Kim. Kim, I didn't. I, I revealed you. your secrets. <laughs> they all know you're a movie star. I was four when Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out, but and I didn't see that. In the theater. I don't think I saw Flight of the Navigator in the theater, but I saw it a million times on VHS. Me too. Um, I wish I could have seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure in the theater. That would have been amazing. I saw Big Top Pee-wee in the theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me too. I think I was seven. But we went and saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure, like... On the Retroplex? Yeah. Oh, cool. I think. Yeah, I think we did go see a retro one of it. I mean, that's, that's like one of our... Uh, at least that's one of my like top ten movies of cool. all time. Cool. But we're talking about Buffy. Stop getting distracted. Paul just Rubens? because Paul Rubens is in it. What do you guys think about Rutger Hauer? Is he sexy or too sexy? I would say he's adequate mm-hmm. for the, the needs of the story. He fits the the mysterious uh I'm gonna kill you, Buffy kinda kinda vibe. And you know what? I think in the end he he pulled he pulled it off. He pulled it off. Uh, the movie definitely does a good job of kind of like hiding his mystique, so that the reveal at the end uh, of him is you know is that he's like the vampire. He's all right. I like him a lot in the movie. I think that he did a pretty good job, considering that it's like a goofy like nineties. Yeah, a movie <laughs> where people are saying silly things to each other and stuff. It's not supposed to be... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's it's supposed to be kind of like... Deadly serious a or joke. something like that, right? No, no yeah. I feel like it's kind of supposed to be... Uh, satirical? <laughs> I oh, don't yeah. know. What do you think? I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Once again, we get into like whether I, I, what I would think would be part of the problem with uh, people that like the TV shows. Like, this is an ancient evil. Like, he's kind of a goofball. Like, yeah, 
I don't know. I, I enjoy seeing Rucker Hauer having fun doing this part. You know? Yeah. He's not Roy Batty from Blade Runner. He's not... Uh, uh, I was just thinking of another movie. Sci-fi. Lady Hawk? Oh, yeah. Lady Hawk, yeah. On this very podcast. Very, that's a dramatic role. But it's also... He also does some goofy stuff in that, too. I enjoy him as an actor. He's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I found his character when I was younger to be super intimidating, like, as, like, a bad guy. And when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, the makeup's kind of cheesy, and the (laughs) the outfit's kind of, and he he says silly stuff. And, like, I remembered their final showdown being, like, a bigger deal than I felt like it was when I watched it this time. very low-key. Yeah. I think it's a bigger deal that all these high school kids are potentially being murdered by vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like getting pulled through windows and stuff like that. Like, oh, they're dead. And how so, the teacher copes is he's just throwing detention slips and yeah. corpses. Somebody kills these vampires. Detention. Detention. Yeah. Some of those things aren't funny anymore, but some of them, like when I was younger, I oh, thought they were freaking absolutely. hilarious. <laughs> absolutely. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and you guys didn't realize that Slash played the DJ, though, so that's weird. Like, false, you know, false news. What are you talking about? Says it on IMDb. Alternative Uncredited alternative fact. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it's like it's Take a look at a picture of Slash. I think I'm not going to do that. That's like that's like looking at the picture of Dorian Gray. I'll turn into an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that the scene where we we first see Lothos in modern time, where they're like in amongst those floats, I do think he is kind of intimidating, you know, because she yeah. she's been you know casually. I mean, she's been training for a little bit of time for this, but like in the face of this this master of vampires, she like literally just becomes his slave. If Merrick hadn't stepped in and sacrificed himself, she'd be dead. I was really impressed with the atmosphere of that scene. Mm-hmm. I think going to that uh, float parking lot was pretty good. Nice and creepy, you know? I've actually been there before. Oh, cool. um, one of my clubs in high school that I was a part of, we worked on a float for the Rose Parade. Oh, cool. And, cool. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. We were in, like, the inner part where they have all of the all of the floats and stuff that they're getting ready and it was cool but that's um, awesome yeah but uh there are some parts in that scene that are really funny yeah and i don't know what it is but like the part well i think luke perry's being pretty funny I noticed things more in that scene that kind of went wrong than i do in other parts of the movie <laughs> maybe because it's moving slower but um there's like the part when the first vampire comes up to her and it's like he's floating up to her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when he, when he, when Rucker Hours, because he does that kind of like slow float thing. It's like, is he on a, <laughs> is, he, is he on a skateboard right yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what in this, in the moment where her friend, the guy that used to be her friend comes oh, up to guy. her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's on the ground. <laughs> no, he comes up and it's like, boom. Oh. It's like, now I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a part where they're fighting the vampires and 
she grabs what looks like a handful of moss and then stabs a yeah, vampire. With it. I've <laughs> always noticed that, like since it's I was not, a kid. Like, what did she? There's not a sharp thing right there. There's no there. sharp thing right there. This is like a handful of moss. Oh, <laughs> well, it's one of the many moments where, <laughs> where the stupid vampires get tricked or something like because those during that same part when uh, those other two guys are behind her and they're holding her she like turns around in such a way that that the guy on her right like gets pushed out of the way but the other one behind her just like lifts up his hands like whoa 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 what's going on <laughs> and then she turns around and, and, and kicks him or something like that it's like like he's suddenly like I didn't sign up for this like, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a couple of parts where they're like slowly coming up to her one at a time yeah. like patiently waiting for their turn to get their butt kicked. Yeah. I probably thought it was awesome that she stole some guy's Harley, too, when I was yeah. a kid. I mean, that is a cool scene. Because yeah. I, I, you know, my dad had Harleys when I was growing up. Oh, cool. She's tough and he taught me to nails. fight, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, I probably liked it because of that, too. Yeah, when that guy in high school commits sexual assault on her by grabbing her butt, she lifts him up and pushes him against a locker. That's what should happen. Well, she flipped him over. Yeah, she did flip him over. Oh, I thought then. Oh, does she flip him over, over the and shoulder. then like put him up against the thing? Because he definitely gets pushed up against loggers. Maybe that's later. Mm. She does kick butt though. Yeah. I think he gets up. Oh. And then she kills him. Right. Yeah. He's not a vampire, Joel. Not, not yet. Maybe you're, you're not a vampire. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I ate a bunch of garlic recently, so. Oh, that's good. Not a vampire. Yeah, I think that Lotho's, like, just the difference between that time and when she does, like, face him off. Yeah. Is, like, she was, like, too, like, in the glamour thing. Like, right. in that moment, I think. But, I mean, at the same time, it's a silly movie, and I know that there's going to be things that don't make sense in it, but right. I think that it's pretty fun to watch, still. I would watch this again, Even just because it's that years. fun. Okay, yeah, Kempo was watching it with us, and like one of the things that she was commenting on is that it like it just goes by super fast, and I think that's an advantage to the film, that it like you you kind of like are just along for the ride, and everything happens real fast. There's not much fat on here to edit out. I can't, I can't even think of, like, an extraneous scene. This movie doesn't sit on its laurels whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just... It goes. And she's cool. Like, Christy Swanson does the whole transition from the valley girl into somebody who's capable <laughs> of critical thinking, I guess. I don't, I don't know what to you say. You know what else she does? She does the transition from... The girl who wears the trendy clothes to the grunge girl. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of a grease, you know, makeover moment. Got the white dress. (laughs) (laughs) Tough girl. Oh, man. It's so true, though. Yep. White dress with the bagel in the back of the hair. And then she gets that leather jacket. (laughs) That's right. And she is cool. I read on the trivia online that she's wearing high top boxers boots Ooh. in white and that they got two strips of muslin to use as the laces mm. and i think those boots are still cool today what is muslin it's a kind of fabric interesting sounds delicious i'm thinking muesli never mind 
That's a cheese. So you were talking... What? Isn't muesli a cheese? No, it's a cereal. It's like granola. Oh, okay. You bastard. Sorry. I was talking about something. Now I forgot. What was I talking about? Isn't muesli like grape nuts? Yeah. I have no clue, apparently. Yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Listeners, right in today. (laughs) If you've seen a zombie movie where they play basketball, and if you know what muesli is. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so what okay, here's here's the most important thing. Sure thing, Joel. What'd you guys think about the special appearance by uh Candy, whatever her name was, I don't know. The first name in the credits for some reason. You know like it was a big deal to somebody. It was kind of forgettable for me. <laughs> Sorry guys. She's barely there. That's the point of her parents as characters, is that they're barely there. Like she well, goes through everything that's difficult without them around. Speaking of labyrinth, they're the they're the parents that are yeah, like yeah. just for a second to establish, oh yeah, there are birds. Also they're they're supposed to be joke delivery systems because it's like What you know like, what time it is? Yeah, Buffy comes home. Do you know what time it is? Uh ten of, just after ten? I knew it. This watch is broken. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> right now. Not not during the movie. You know, I think it's kind of cool that uh, Donald Sutherland's character... Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about him. I think that he... You know, he comes off creepy initially. I've <laughs> never seen the movie before. What do you mean? But this is a naked place. <laughs> you mean, you mean an, an old man opening the elevator door and just staring at you? Yeah, I don't, yeah, that would be creepy. It's just Clue. He's, he's there to investigate or whatever. I... <laughs> this is a naked place. <laughs> I like Seriously. the idea... I mean, aside from the fantasy aspect of it, that he's a guy, an older man who saw, like, promise in her and that he coached her and that there was, like, no sexual, like, innuendo at all between them. Right. I like that, too. And I've had, you know, older man mentors in my life that meant a big deal to me. Like, probably one of the biggest mentors of my life was my photography teacher in high school. And um, he made a huge difference in my life, just having him as a mentor. So I probably liked that, too. I liked that aspect of the story and that there was somebody who was trying to help her and protect her in, like, a completely genuine and nice way. Yeah. It was like it was his duty, destiny-wise, to do so. and Yeah. Yeah. But even outside of that, I thought it was cool. No, I, that's yeah. what I, yeah, I'm trying to put in words. Yeah. It is, it is really cool. I wonder how that situation is treated in the TV show. Like, I don't think there's a Merrick character. I think that, like, I know the character's name is Giles with the glasses and right. the library or whatever. Library. Like that. But that's literally as much as I know. I don't know if he serve, serves the same purpose. If he's a mentor what he does. Yeah, like, oh, you're supposed to kill these things, according to this book I found. Yeah, he's more like the Pokedex. Mm-hmm. Oh, who, like cool. helps. Oh, he's Professor mo- Oak. He helps with the monster of the week. Okay. Monster Ca- manual. Of the week, yeah. He'll mm-hmm. come out with a book and yeah. be like, oh, it's, it's called the behemoth. <laughs> There's more quips. There's more quips to it, but that's pretty much what Quips, eh? Quips. Sounds pretty good. I mean, Donald Sutherland acts more like a parental figure yeah. than her parents do. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's looking out for her well-being and make sure that she gets what 
she needs to live. Yeah, and then he threw a knife at her head. Oh yeah. That was in that was in the locker room. Mm-hmm. The naked place. Yeah, don't follow the girls into the locker room. And that that was <laughs> <laughs> that was post when they were in the graveyard waiting yeah. for that vampire to come out, and then the other vampire also came out. Well, yeah, because he comes in and he's like, we were supposed to go hunt vampires together. <laughs> like some lost puppy yeah. comes into the locker room. <laughs> well, there's that, that lady, the second vampire in the, the first time where she fights him is that, that lady. And then she first she takes care of the guy. Oh, yeah. And then the lady's like very casually walking oh, up. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, what's the, going like, on? The housewife lady. Yes. Like a nice yeah. brisk walk up like, behind her Buffy. Just She's do, like, do, I... Do. Need to go back to my kitchen and cook dinner, but oh, no. first I'm gonna attack you. A steak in the heart. <laughs> it's all so sudden, and it, like, it, like I think that's one of the things you can pick apart oh. of this being campy, you know, like because there are a lot of scenes where it's just like these are the most ineffectual, stupid vampires I've ever seen. Yeah, they're usually like clever and charming, yeah. and like. You know, can manipulate people, but these ones are so stupid in this it, movie. It reminds me a little bit of, of the three ninjas in that aspect, oh, where yeah, like yeah. the kids are Those beating people cool. up while ninjas are patiently waiting to get their butts kicked. Totally next in line. I yeah. think to the the movie's credit that that's a subtle way of pointing to Buffy being a like ultimate vampire slayer. Like, maybe these guys are super tricksters that would normally be able to, to fool a regular human or attack a regular human. But she is the Slayer, so I yeah. don't know if that means they're automatically stupid around her or if, like, without conveying her being, you know, super fast or, or, or much stronger when finding these things, they just show it in the movie that way. Like, that's my interpretation, but, uh, like, it makes sense. Of course. No, it does make sense. Mm -hmm. It does make sense. What's that look? I just think that's kind of a big idea. Like, I get it, yeah. But I well, think... I, I live in this cone of reality that only oh. shows what I want to see. I asked you to edit that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I'm trying to imagine being one of the vampire actors who's saying something stupid and then hearing, like, the director say, like, actually... um, this is not how you really are. This is just how Buffy perceives you. Yeah. <laughs> and being like the actor and being like, there's another level to this that I didn't what's know the, about. What's my motivation? <laughs> 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 this movie has layers, okay? You're just not you're talking about the layers. How about Luke Perry? How do we feel about Luke Perry? I think he did great. This was around the time that I had that Disney magazine I used to get in the mail. What was it called? Disney Adventure or yeah, something? Yeah, I got that one too. Wasn't yeah, Luke Perry on one of them? I think so. Yeah, it was like... I a, can't confirm it, but I will was say... Was it Kissing Baloo or something? What's, yes. What's going on He here? was like a heartthrob at the time. Oh, I know that. In like the 90210 days. I think it was around that time. I kind of wish I still had my Disney Adventures. Yeah, I, I used to read those, those all the time. I felt like I was getting in a, you know, like a magazine like Grown Ups did in the mail. Ooh. It had a lot of facts in it. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> I just had zoo books. So I, don't, so I, I wanted zoo books so bad. Oh, you didn't get zoo books? Mm -hmm. I was the lucky kid. Yep. 
Beverly Hills 90210 was in 1990. The Fifth Element was in 1997. Wow. So much later. Wow. 90210 was longer than that. Oh, right? wow. He's in Riverdale? He plays He plays Archie's Andrews, dad. Yeah, father. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, you haven't seen that yet? No, I haven't watched a single episode. Joel. Hey, first, I gotta watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and then put, I can watch Riverdale. No, Riverdale, put okay? some time Put some time aside and just watch the first episode of I don't want to watch Sex Archie. I feel weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? You're right. When you put it that way. Sex Archie. It's not my fault. (laughs) When you put it that way, Joel, you're right. (laughs) Sex Archie. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, all the usual places. They don't even know we exist. I'm just going to plug them. (laughs) You know, I didn't need to do my usual plugs, but that's okay. I'll just do the, the thing at the end. I really like this movie. Like, Me too. I, I was reading, you know, I was doing a little bit of like uh, searching on Twitter to see the the general feeling about Buffy, and there were a lot of people being like, "Oh, I watched it recently. Doesn't hold up." You know, all this stuff like that. And I don't know what expectations people have suddenly set. Like, if you liked it in the past, I, I don't know that that rarely occurs to me or happens to me, with the exception of like action movies. Like if it, if it's kind of a comedy from the '90s, usually I still like it. Like I've seen, I've heard people say that about Wayne's World. It doesn't hold up. Uh, yeah, it does. Wayne's World way holds That's up. That's what I say. It like, holds up. Yeah, I will t- back Wayne's World to my last breath. You were talking about you know um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, that was one of my picks too, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, holds yeah. up. Yeah, no, I th- I. Yeah. I think that this does kind of remind me of that. And yeah. they're all from that era that, yeah, it's definitely a time period where people talked a certain way in movies and, you know, did certain things. But in Wayne's World, that's their entire, that's the entire point. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like if you, yeah, if you, you might not think this holds up. I think you might not think that if, if one of the reasons you liked it when you were a kid is because you thought somebody in it was cute that you don't think is cute anymore, or if... Um, well, may- maybe it's a matter of, like, how much space in between the time. Like, because I feel like I've seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer at least once a year for the last couple of years. This is movie? It? Yes. Like I, I haven't. I, well, I feel like we've watched it together a couple of times, at least. I know we watched it. Seven years ago, yeah, I don't maybe remember. maybe maybe we watched it seven years ago, and I, feel I like haven't seen it since. It not too long. Maybe like, you did. Maybe like six, three, four. This this is my first time watching it since I was a kid. Wow! Oh, and you uh, think it holds up? Oh, absolutely. But you're a dwarf, so it this is also true, but I'm gonna say <laughs> that it's also not true because it still counts. No, this doesn't. I think. My tastes have changed for sure. As I got older, there are things that I think I have a higher bar set now for movies than I did when this was one of my favorites. But I think that it's going to hold a special place in my heart because it's still really watchable and fun. And that's why I liked it when I was younger. So, yeah, now when I see a movie, I might be thinking... Uh, they need to, you know, be a little bit more sophisticated or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to see when I logged the 
is it says I've logged it twice, but I haven't been using Letterboxd for more than like three years. You watched it since then. I don't think we even have a copy of it. No, but it's been on like Netflix and stuff like that. Remember Netflix? That was a thing. Now all the kids are using Space Flicks, which goes directly into your brain. Can't wait for that day. Huh? I'm sorry. I just, I got totally distracted by that. Like, I, I feel, maybe I've just seen it so many times that I feel like I haven't memorized. I don't, I don't know. I probably do have parts of it memorized. Yeah. Because there are parts when, like, I knew what the person was going to say back. Yeah, when Luke Perry was like, are you talking to I? Yeah, that's overkill. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and get out of my facial, that's overkill. <laughs> That's Hillary Swankline. Yeah, I know, Hillary, Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Seeing her there. Can't believe she bought that jacket from underneath Buffy. That was really a lame move. Lame move. And if you want to talk about parallels between Clueless, mm-hmm. it's like the time that she yep. wore that same dress that Cher wore mm-hmm. the oh, other day. Man. And she was like, why are you ripping off my fashion? Are mm-hmm. you going through my dirty clothes? Like, <laughs> and that's kind of, yeah. They were like, don't buy that jacket. And then they're like, I want to buy that jacket. I mean, th- yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should stop doing this podcast and do a 90s podcast. There's already a couple of those, but like, I, we've got like such a strong love. Like, it didn't, it's never even occurred to me how much I had a strong love I have for some of these 90s things. Like, I guess that's my, that's our era. It makes you just, sense. You just gotta watch The Giver again, Joel. No, okay. Uh, we're never gonna do that podcast I just mentioned because The Giver, you're right. I, I realized. We gotta watch Giver too, Joel. I didn't watch it back in the day. It doesn't count. You gotta watch Giver too. I gotta wait for Josh Hollis to come back. All right. I love, I love this. And there are things I really loved about the 90s. Mm-hmm. But there are things I really love about now and things that I think are going to happen because I'm an artist and I think that new cool art is being made all the time. Yeah. Indeed. And I'll, yeah. Tell you, I'll tell you what the 90s didn't have. It was super cool superhero movies. Oh, yeah, it was Batman Returns and Spawn. No, nobody likes Spawn. That's <laughs> I haven't even thought about the Spawn. Rocketeer Joel. That's true. I liked it back in the day. But that's another movie where it doesn't hold up. I haven't seen it in a while. Uh-oh. But it was one of my faves for it's a long time. next week. Mm, no. no it's it's Dick Tracy. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no Dick Tracy, please. Madonna and Warren Beatty. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Al Pacino. I was just joking, Joel. Calm down. Calm down. I watched Dick Tracy a lot, too, I think. I did, too. I, I saw, when I, when I was a kid, I went to Disneyland, and I saw the dance show for, Dick's Tracy, for Dick Tracy. Nice. That's cool. Here's my, here's my uh, synopsis of Dick Tracy. Tracy! When do we eat? <laughs> I love you, Tess, but I have to leave. My watch is going off. Sounds about right to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah, need to see Dick that, Tracy now. That actor's passed away. Yeah, we're talking about Buffy. <laughs> 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 just get caught in this like net of nostalgia. This happens every once in a while to us, but like, 
I think this is a good movie. If you choose to watch it based on what we're talking about, I hope you enjoy it as much as you, as we do. Um, hopefully you won't be disappointed, which is, is a chance. I have to say it is a chance. I've heard people watching this who've never seen it before and didn't enjoy it. But if you, if you like the kind of... Maybe you should watch some of the other old campy vampire movies beforehand and then watch this one. Yeah, well, what is there? There's, yeah, like you said, Once Bitten Right, uh... Love at First Bite. Oh, that's right. Love at First Bite. Uh, My Best Friend's a Vampire, I think it's called. And there's campy, like, horror. There's campy, like... Um. Uh, Where's Campbell? She would know this. I feel like Heather's. Like, watch Heather's and, like... Oh, sure. Yeah, some of those kind of movies before you watch this. Watch Bill and Ted. Watch Wayne's World. Watch... Yeah, Bill and Ted, Wayne's World. This is in the vein of Bill and Ted's and Wayne's World. Except it's a different take on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Watch Point Break. That's nothing to do with anything, (laughs) but watch Point Break. (laughs) (laughs) I can only think of like vampire movies that I, that like Near Dark, for example, which I thought was yeah, kind of pretty near, amazing. No, near, don't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, I, watch Near Dark, but not not for the same reason. And like Lost Boys. Okay, watch Lost Boys. That's I good. love That's Lost good. Boys. Yeah, watch Lost Boys. Watch Lost Boys. I liked this a lot better than that when I was an eleven-year-old girl, but yeah, um, I don't like the movie Lost Boys, but I do like the movie Lost Boys. That doesn't make any sense. But, what I mean is, I enjoy watching Lost Boys, but I think it's a bad movie. Oh, well. I know, I know. We'll we, have to do it for the podcast. Yeah, we'll have so. to. We'll have to. I want to hear your reasons. Keep us up with it. Write it. Tell us what Muesli is. And, uh, what was that other thing you were <laughs> What's Muesli? A basketball movie with, with vampires. Oh, a, zo- a zombie. Oh, zombie. Zombie, zombie basketball. Oh, is that zombie vampires? Oh! <gasps> <gasps> List of vampire films on Wikipedia. No, nope, that's okay. We're not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> what was what was the um the guy from Beverly Hills Cop? What's what's his name? Eddie. Oh Murphy. yeah, Eddie Murphy. Oh, but he was in, in a vampire. Yeah, Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, directed by Wes Craven or was it John I, Carpenter? I, I actually, I'm, I'll admit, I like that movie. I like Vampire in Brooklyn. I've not seen it. Really? Yeah. I mean, you really? See. You should see it. I'm busy. No, Joel, set some time aside. <laughs> busy this taking, Halloween, busy taking a nap or something. Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna rewatch Quincy's Quest again. I'm just saying it might fit your your uh, your 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 cheesy vampire movie uh, that I you need to watch. Specifically, Let's... like cheesy vampire. <laughs> uh, well, okay, listen. Yes, watch Vampire Brooklyn. There we go. Joel, listen. Joel, who's oh, listening to me know, talk. You know what I <laughs> would equate this to? Ghostbusters. Boom. Oh, okay. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. I love Ghostbusters, too. I'm not saying it's as good as Ghostbusters, but it's the same. It's got that same feeling. Supernatural and goofiness. The Vampire Lovers from 1970. So I'm going to read this outro stuff. <laughs> you guys think of a... Uh, a lesson that you learned from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Thanks for picking this, Sarah. You know, I like this movie. You picked it just for me. You're welcome. Thank you. you. Thank you, Sarah. Do you have anything was else awesome. you want to say about it before? I really like Christy Swanson. Mm-hmm. Like, I like other stuff she's done, like the movie The Chase, and she was on Psych for a little while, and 
Like, just other stuff I've seen her in, I thought she was cool, too. But, uh... Yeah, I don't have anything against the Buffy TV show. I just think that this is kind of a time capsule thing. Like, when I think about watching this movie, I think about the way my bedroom looked when I had that poster in it. And, you know, it's kind of a caboodles and scrunchies type memory (laughs) when (laughs) I had things that were really, you know, girly in 90s at the time. Yeah. But I also think that she's really badass in it. And... And it's not a very, it's not a serious movie at all, pretty much. But, um, if you want to watch something fun from the 90s, I would recommend it. Awesome vampire effects, awesome action, funny jokes. You keep saying that. I dig it. What vampire effects were awesome? All of them, Joel. The, 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 the coming out of the photo booth and the photos were, were blank. The, uh, yeah, that's a, that's the nice, floating, that's the floating. The floating, the floating above Luke Perry's dingy, scary hotel room. He's hungry. Have you guys seen The Hunger? Uh, no, but I think, uh, no. I have not yet seen it. I haven't either. You should watch it. Alright. Cool. I don't think it's funny. No. You know, I only watch funny vampire movies. Like Dracula, dead and loving it. Anyway, I'm going to read the outro stuff. You guys think of a lesson that you learned from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 1992, written by Joss Whedon and directed by uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Anyway, wait a minute. Donald Sutherland was in this movie, and Kiefer Sutherland is in Lost Boys. Get it? And Rutger Hauer was on True Blood for two seconds. That was a waste. Hey, if you have any suggestions or comments, write into please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PDSMIOS or on our Twitter account, twitter.com slash. Wait, I guess you could just look up at Hunter Space Pod. And by the way, I always put links to this stuff inside the episode notes. So if you look on uh, the podcast episode on, say, iTunes or whatever you listen to, If you look at the notes, they have direct links to all this kind of stuff. If you do subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a written rating or a star rating. And a yeah, if you subscribe to us, that helps us climb up the charts of iTunes, which will get us more listeners, which is good because then we can get some more wacky suggestions. I'm really looking for some really cool suggestions from people. Hey, if if you want to help us out financially, we do have a Ko-Fi page, which is at ko-fi.com slash pdsmios. There you can drop $3 to us, and uh, we can use that money to rent our movies, to buy the sodas for our soda podcast. Any amount that you can uh, help us out with, we'd appreciate it. Once again, links to that inside the episode notes. All right. I've lost all my energy as if a vampire has come and sucked it directly out of my neck. (sighs) Aaron, are you a vampire? Because you have to tell me if you're a vampire. Well, all I'm going to say is you did welcome me in the house. Oh, no. You invited him in. Yeah. They're seniors. (laughs) Hillary Swank. This is the first movie she was ever in. Really? 
Yeah, I read that. Oh, she's trivia. Maybe it's wrong, but because I guess you know people can say whatever they want for trivia. <laughs> Why would Slash lie to us? I don't. <laughs> if anyone has any contact with Slash, please ask him if that was him. Slash, write in today. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed your character in Kid Notorious. So, uh, you got a lesson that you learned from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? What's your lesson? My lesson is that if you... the uh, A stake through the heart is not only good for vampires, it's also good for people. <laughs> yes. yeah. I learned that from this movie. That was a sudden realization, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> hurts everybody. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the other podcast I like, the Flophouse, they once had these guys on who wrote a, a comedy book called the uh, The Werewolf's Guide to Life. Mm. And one of the questions that the the guys on the podcast were asking, like, so werewolves needed to be killed specifically with silver, and they're like, well, actually, it's a misconception. Like, people are always like, well, you shoot them with a silver bullet. Well, actually, if you shoot a thing with a bullet, it's probably going to die. die. You shoot a thing, it's like, well, what about a silver dagger? Well, yes, if you stab him many times with a silver dagger, he will die because you've stabbed, stabbed him with him. a dagger. I'm like, well, what if you beat him to death with a silver cane? I'm like, well, no, um, I think you're not understanding it. <laughs> like, yeah, same thing. Stake through the heart. Good for everybody. Well, assuming you want to kill them. Um, a lesson I learned from this movie is is uh, don't don't drive your your van through the forest. Holy crap. You know what I just realized? What's that, Joel? Do you have a great hat on? It's another freaking Teen Wolf reference. Werewolf on top of a van, oh. vampire on top of a van. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those movies. Teen Wolf. Watch Teen Wolf and then watch that's a, that's a pr- That's a pretty good connection right there. That's a great connection. That yeah. Michael J. Fox thought he was such hot shit as a werewolf. We all did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that's that's like a perfect <laughs> comparison. Like you want to compare movies, uh, yeah. you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer to Teen Wolf. Although I haven't seen Teen Wolf in years. Me neither. It's been a long time for me. Maybe as well. a decade. Yeah. Isn't there nudity in it? N- there's nudity because somebody does it, and they didn't catch it in the editing bay. Yeah. Oh. oh, you guys know that story? No, no. So during the ending sequence, when he like wins the game uh, as a human instead of the werewolf, there's one guy in the bleachers who has his his member out, and he like you can if it scrolls by. So he's just some guy in the bleachers, and he puts it like tucks it back in. But you can see, <laughs> I don't know if it's been edited out since then, but it's like clearly seen like. Maybe they didn't couldn't tell like on VHS or something like that. And then when the DVDs and Blu-rays came out, people were like, "Holy crap!" It's a real thing. Like, wow! <laughs> and I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was like some girl or something. I thought yeah. I was trying to remember if there was anything that made it more like adult than. I mean, I think Boof is in a bra. But that's about <laughs> it. Sorry, this is tangential. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, slash right in today. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us if there's nudity in uh, Teen Wolf. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, 
um, I learned a lot of lessons from this, but probably the biggest lesson was don't don't follow the crowd. It's probably the biggest lesson from this movie. If you like a guy, he doesn't have to be the guy that all your friends think is cool, and if you are, you know, working on something or your life goes a certain way. You don't have to pretend you're still into all the same things for your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, um, yeah, I think she's a cool role model, even though she's like a, like a 90s valley girl in this movie. <laughs> yeah. She goes out of it. It's cool. We'll see you next week, folks, for our special Halloween spooky episode. See you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.